Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome into Folding the Cheese. This is your boy K Troll on the mic today. Excited to be here and cover the weekly matchups and some sportsbook bets, some DraftKings. We got a couple of special segments in here. I am joined as always by the Rusty to my Danny Ocean. I hope you were the groom. Ted Nugent called. He wants his shirt back. Ethan Gelfan, what's up, Rusty? Hey, how's it going? Let's go rob some banks, my man. Let's do this thing. <laughs> Let's go rob some casinos. I oh right, did I say banks? Jeez, what is wrong with me? The bank was one of the casinos they robbed, so maybe that's what you meant. Exactly, you caught me. I was just, you're right on on my wavelength. I appreciate it. Got you. I got you. And to be fair, like they're like before they do the mega heist altogether, at least one of them, and maybe all three of the movies, is robbing a bank. So that's also happening. Side I jokes. feel like I was the guy. I feel like I was the guy at the dog track, though, who's like, "This guy, this is my dog. He he comes in late. And he's gonna win." And they always finish his last. Like, yeah, that that's me. So <laughs> that would be my character. Yeah, that, yeah. that's all. Let's be yeah. honest. I'm no, I'm no Rusty. Probably not. I'm no Danny Ocean either, to be honest. But damn it, if they aren't great characters. First of all, that cast. I love how many like famous, um, one-offs there are. Because there's James Conn's or James Conn's son, Scott Conn, and then they also have Ben Affleck's brother, Casey Affleck. That's right. That's right. We get the cheaper Affleck, the the cheaper Conn. <laughs> Although um, Scott Conn had come off of being Tweeter, so I mean he he was semi famous at the time. You know, fair, it's a pretty popular character. But now, if they yeah, only had uh, if they only had Macaulay Culkin's brother in there too, Kieran, that'd be amazing. <laughs> George Blooney. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, the Lego Movie Part Two? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. So I'm not gonna lie. The Lego movies are actually pretty funny, like for the adults, because there's a lot of there's a lot of quick wit and humor and just one liners in there. So in the second movie, uh, it's it's pretty much towards the beginning, but there's a part where. Like all the main characters have been captured, and and then the one main guy, like Chris Pratt's character, is like, "Come on, we can still do this. Let's all rally together. We'll go save our friends." And they like go through their roster that's still there. We have the original Aquaman. We have uh, Mary Poppins knockoff Larry Bobbins. He's like, "A teaspoon of salt is what I say is better." I'm like, oh, <laughs> those that, those movies are fantastic. Lego Batman is still one of my absolute favorites. I just think it. I mean, the whole series is, is great. They're all good, to your point. They're as entertaining yeah. for the adults. Like, every time my kids want to watch a movie, I'm like, you want to watch Lego Batman? Uh, <laughs> Lego movie? Again, think? that's why, like, kids' movies are just getting better now, just because they they know they have to throw some of their parents' way. It's just, yeah, I love that part. <laughs> they are fantastic. <laughs> Who never pays taxes? A teaspoon Batman! Of- a, te- <laughs> <laughs> a teaspoon of salt, I say, is better. <laughs> Larry Bobbins. 
All right, let's get into today here. We got some recaps of last week's DFS and Sportsbook. Uh, DFS should be a pretty brief recap. I got absolutely smoked. I got smoked. Smoke show! Hey, what what happened? Because yeah. uh, what wide receiver did I pick? And who did you not pick? I can't yep. remember. I got Cooper Cupped. I got Cooper Cupped again, and I Cooper swore it wouldn't Cupped. happen. And so... <laughs> you got me, me. 40, 40 points, my man. I mean, he yep. almost outscored yep. your team, which was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> He had half as many points as my team. I laid an 89 <laughs> burger on this one. This was the worst, by far, the worst week I've had in DraftKings. Um, I had five of those little snowflakes next to my guy. I mean, <laughs> they went ice cold in the middle of the game, <laughs> including like everyone on Kansas City, Tyreek Hill, Daryl oh, Williams, God. awful. I, I was mean, in New Orleans, and this is no excuse because you got to check your rosters wherever you're at, but didn't get the memo that Sterling Shepard wasn't going to play. Took a donut on that one. Shame on me. Shame on you. But hey, you lived it up in New Orleans. You got the moral victory with your dad and your brother. Some good family time. That's the big That's win, fair. right, Kemp? And I did see Chewbacca while I was there, you which was did. really you exciting. S- you sent me that picture, and I was like, yeah! So you even had your hand up, the poster sh- the poster sign. You know, it was good. I gotta tell you, he was hella impressed with my impersonation. Did you, like, have a conversation with him where you both just kind of going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were just going back and forth, and he was really good. And I was like, do you have a voice box in there? Are you doing that? And then he just started doing it. And I was like, you're just doing it in there. Good on you, man. Good on he you. He better not have broken character and spoke to you in English. That would have been blasphemy. No, he, no, no. no. He, well, he did tell us that. Uh, 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 post these pictures. Uh, just so you know, we do post these pictures for tips. <laughs> he made that very clear. So. <laughs> he didn't say that in Chewbacca in, in, in Wookanese. In, yeah, whatever that is. Um, but yeah, anyway, I was a Wookiee. I got smashed in... Uh, DraftKings this past week, very bad. And you have a very large lead, and I'm going to have to be chipping away at that every week, including this week where I had to pay $9,000 for Cooper Cup. So, <laughs> so uh, just, my roster will be limited. <laughs> I was going to say, just carve out $9,000 each week. We know who's going in there in your wide receiver spot. So. At least nine. It's probably going to keep going up from there. So <laughs> I hope it does. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, it's going to pay off at some point. All right, uh, Sportsbook. I went 2-1 and one this past week. I got that Indy plus 4.5 game against San Francisco. Yes, they ended up winning outright. Got the under on that Cleveland-Denver game, although Dearness Johnson scored in the first like two minutes, and I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but that was like, the only touchdown of the game. So they ended up hitting the under on that. And um, I did miss the Panthers beating the Giants by more than three. They ended up getting absolutely destroyed because they turns out they really suck. Yeah, I think everyone just kind of missed that because – this should have been an easily winnable game for Carolina, but I guess the Panthers are who we should have thought they were and realizing yeah, that they're, they're not good. Were. <laughs> they were terrible. Uh, our man Jonah hit his parlay again. Big money Jonah. Big money parlay. Jonah's gems. Jonah's gems. Jonah's gems. Hit it again. Green Bay over Washington. New England over the Jets. Rams over Detroit. Arizona over Houston. Killing it. Our man Jonah. We'll hear from him later. Don't worry. He'll be back. Word up. Word up. Give us a do-it board update, E. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, it was kind of a, once again, our running backs are just a crap show just with all the injuries. So Dave Montgomery and Chris Carson both still sitting. So both got goose eggs for the week. Uh, it was basically like Justin Fields also sat because the Bears were terrible. <laughs> um, might as well your boy, <laughs> your boy Justin, you know, again, last week I was telling you he was on an upward trajectory. He was he was slowly creeping up in points. Well, he just took a huge nosedive, got you one point this past week. 
Uh, while Matty Ice just just being steady Eddie got twenty two points. So the lead is currently up to seventy six points for Matt Ryan on the season. So Matt maybe uh, yeah, he has. So maybe after this week, uh, I might be generous, and maybe we can rediscuss the quarterback situation. I might be generous, but. I may not. I'll have to see how I feel. Well, you don't have to be generous. I just have to take an L is what's going to happen. So that's true. We just want to stop giving updates on it and just say, hey, you lost. Uh, 70 points still in my weird brain gives me hope there's a chance. (laughs) But I'm just saying after after this past week and in the several weeks he has started, there's no no way Justin Fields turns this thing around. Uh, By the end of the season, he he could be fine. But he's going to he's going to be so far down. It's not going to matter. But you know, Matt Nagy has COVID, so he will not be coaching. So who knows? Maybe he'll have a big turnaround. I do not wish any ill will towards the Nagy family and their health wise, but you know, new coaching, maybe uh, just what Justin needs. So we'll see. That's right. Hope it's a mild case and he, he recovers just <laughs> fine. I also hope he can't coach on Sunday. <laughs> there we go. Somebody unleashes Justin Fields. We'll see. All right. Uh, how about the week? On to, yeah, do it. Well, we forgot about, don't forget about our wide receivers camp. Don't forget about that. That's right. Mike was on a bye. That's right. Yeah. CD was on a bye. So, and then Chris Godwin had a good game. So he was able to retake the lead. So, but um, Chris still hasn't had his bye week yet. So that's in, I think not this week, but obviously the next week, I think week nine. So after that, no more buys. Uh, So currently Chris Godwin has a seven point lead because he got 26 points last week. So it's a tight matchup, man. I like it. Yeah, same here. Uh, that's, a, that's a really good one. Should be good all season. Those are two great players. Okay, how about our little running back draft that we did? How'd that turn out? That was fun. I enjoyed it. Everyone had fun. That's all we need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just give the update on that one then. Uh, Alvin Kamara oh. blew it up, and um, yeah. Jonathan Taylor also had a nice week. I ended up with 53.9 points out of those two. Derrick Henry, solid. Aaron Jones, crappy. 27.3 yeah. For your crew, so that was a that was a beatdown. That was a weekly. Beatdown. That was a beatdown. I mean, Kamara did it himself. You didn't even need Justin Taylor Thomas, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I mean, yikes! But True. Derrick Henry True. threw for a touchdown. I mean, they, he, he just did. showing his range. He's a unicorn, Renaissance man, <laughs> unicorn, whatever you want to call him. He's a modern man. Yeah, he's a modern man. <laughs> Gotta love exactly. that about him. All right, so yes. and pick them. We both got uh, we both got nine correct during Bymageddon. That's not a bad score. There were only I think eleven or twelve games. And we are now one game back on Leslie. We're coming for Watch her. out. Look Watch out, Jalapeno. She's feeling the heat, too. She was texting me yesterday saying, I got to get back on my game here. You guys are getting a little close. So Just slowly chipping, man. That's all we need. By the way, chipping nice pun. Feeling, feeling the heat, the jalapeno. Well, I don't even think you meant to do that. I don't think you did. My life is a series of missed puns, I think. <laughs> no doubt. I'm leaving a wake of great jokes behind me that are unrecognized. Um, so good job there on Pixie and Pick'em. What do you say we make some picks for this week? I am not feeling confident about this week. When I was doing mine, I was like, oh God, what am I doing? I think I'm getting too excited with like upset specials. So let's see what happens. Here we go. <laughs> upset specials. I'm just going wild. Too. <laughs> it's going wild. I hear you. I hear you. It was, it was kind of a good week to do it. There's some, there's some matchups of bad teams that you got a chance to pick a team right? you would have never otherwise picked. So, right. uh, tonight, Green Bay is traveling with maybe a couple wide receivers to Arizona for the Thursday night game. Who do you like in this game? I like the fact they picked up both Bob Sacramento and Art Vandelay, so that's good for the Packers. Um, what's bad for the Cardinals, here they just lost J.J. Watt for probably the season, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I, I just that. feel bad for that guy. He's just, I mean, obviously one of the 
five, three, four years ago, one of the best in the league and obviously great humanitarian for the league itself. And want a new start in Arizona. Great team right now, but man, just another setback for him. So that's tough to hear, but that's not going to impact this game. Packers are playing shorthanded. I know Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers MVP, and he can really make anyone around him better, but it's in Arizona. They're playing as well as anybody in this league. I got to go with the cards. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I mean, I think Aaron Jones is probably the the beneficiary of Devante and Lazard being gone. Uh, obviously, he's got to throw it to Randall Cobb, and Valdez Scantling might be healthy. They're they're certainly trying to get him there. He did fly to Arizona, so he's he's there. Him, they just yeah. got to test him out. Yeah, yeah. So, and I don't know. I don't feel good about Robert Tunyon, and I think Aaron Jones is the one who probably gets more catches out of the backfield. Um, but yeah, I agree with what you said. I think Arizona is going to be too much to handle. Yes, sir. All right, man. Now we're going to my Atlanta Falcons playing your Carolina Panthers. Who we got? Uh, not my Carolina Panthers. This team is hot garbage right now. I don't even know who's going to start at quarterback. I, I mean, Sam Darnold is so bad, and he cannot get on the same page with his receivers. Chuba Hubbard has been fine, uh, but he's not Christian McCaffrey, obviously. I'm going with the Falcons in this one. Yes! He's jumping on my Falcons. He's on my Falcons bandwagon. <laughs> Let's go. I saw this matchup. I was like, oh, yes, I get to pick the Falcons again. This is amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Panthers are trending so far downward. I mean, it's. I feel bad for DJ Moore. He started off so hot, and now when Sam Darnold realizing he still sees ghosts, he's been in trouble. Uh, is Stephen Gilmore, is he? Is he going to be on the field? I know he's eligible to return, but is he healthy? I didn't see that yet. I haven't Not, seen an update on him. But let's be honest, that doesn't really matter at this point. Falcons are playing well for, for the Falcons. They're they're hitting on all cylinders, you know, with uh, Pitts getting involved. And Ridley caught you, caught you a touchdown, so there you go. But, yeah, <laughs> going with going with the Falcons. Picked them all year. Let's, keep, let's ride this train. Let's go. Yeah. I, again, I think you've picked them every week but one. So I, I had a feeling that was going that way. <laughs> All right, we got the Dolphins traveling up to Buffalo for a revenge game on that shutout beatdown they had the first time around. Who do you like here? Uh, the Bills. End of story. I mean, I know the Bills are coming off a loss to the Titans and they had their bye week. Dolphins aren't going anywhere. Two is playing well. You know, they might be a little scrappier this time, but it's still in Buffalo. Buffalo D is great. Uh, offense is, is stacked, and Dolphins are they are not going to be able to match up. Bills. Yep. Start your bills this week, and um, I think, to your point, Tua will put up a better fight than J- Jacoby Brissett did first time around. But, yeah, this should be a pretty easy win for the Bills coming off of a bye, two weeks to prepare. They'll take care of business. Yeah. All right, next we're going to Chicago where the 49ers are visiting after that rainy game they just had against the Colts. Uh, this is kind of a weird game because, one, I think the 49ers, everyone expect them to be better, and the Bears – are the bears. So what do you, what are you thinking here? The bears have found a way to stay in games. And so this gives me a little bit of hesitation to pick against them. I I think the 49ers just got more weapons, a better all around team. Uh, Jimmy with Jimmy G back at the helm, he can get those receivers involved, especially my man Debo who's killing it. Uh, And Elijah Mitchell looked really good last week. I don't know why they stopped running him, but uh, they they need to run him more Chicago, maybe without Khalil Mack. So I'm going to go Niners on this one. Damn, I was hoping you were going to go with your Bears as like a statement game for your boy Justin, but I too am going with the Niners. Again, uh, they didn't seem it against the Colts, but that was just a terrible situational game for everyone involved. But Debo was still blowing it up, even in that terrible weather. Uh, With Jimmy G, I mean, 
it's a statement that Trey Lance is not playing. I know he's still a tiny bit banged up, but they're showing they have more faith in Jimmy right now. And I think that's a good thing for this team. Uh, they started off 2-0, lost four in a row, but I think they can get off the schneid here. Bears are, they just look, they have been staying competitive. You know, they stay competitive against the Packers, but my God, against the Bucks, they looked awful. So mm-hmm. I'm going Niners, going Niners. They're going to, they're going to figure it out this week. And the, you know, the wild card here though, is if Nagy's not in the booth, you know, or not on the field calling plays, they, they could come out and, you know, do some damage here. So knowing him, he'll probably, he'll probably order it. They'll have an iPad on the sideline, just FaceTime in the whole time. It's like, just point me in that direction. Okay. I think we should punt second down. Let's punt deal. All right. Put a, we're going to put him on a Roomba with like a broomstick and have him uh, <laughs> yeah. like Phil and modern family. <laughs> All right. So we've got the Steelers going to Cleveland this week. Divisional matchup here. Who you got? Man, I was listening to uh, ESPN yesterday and today and um, talking about this game. <laughs> the sad thing is, like, I don't care who's starting in Cleveland at, at quarterback, whether it's Case Keenum or Baker, but it's already a better situation than Ben Roethlisberger. I'm like, yikes! Yeah, uh, I think I think I did hear that Baker is starting, um, so that's that's good for them, even if he is hurt. You know, Cleveland's at home. Uh, Pittsburgh has just been so up and down, and, and Roethlisberger has not looked good. They got to get Najee Harris more involved. He's he can do it on both sides, catching the ball and running it. So he could put up a threat, but you know, shoot Cleveland, even playing shorthanded. I know they, uh, obviously the, the injuries at running back, they were solid enough to win against Denver. I think they're going to pull it out here at home against the Steelers too. I think they still got enough power, enough firepower on offense to do it with Baker. It'll steady it a little bit more. And you know, miles Garrett, he's going to be putting Ben Roethlisberger in that graveyard. So watch out. Good grief. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I think, um, I think Cleveland's going to take care of business here as well. Uh, everything you said about both these teams, I agree with. Um, I think Cleveland's starting to get a little healthier and they were already yep. a better team. So as they get healthier, I don't think Pittsburgh can keep up, especially with uh, a couple of injuries. They can't afford injuries, you know? So I think Cleveland will take care of business here. And uh, I, although I think Pittsburgh will be competitive, you know, these two teams, yeah. there's so much. I mean, they're always, I think it's they're always game. competitive. Yeah. I mean, who'd have thought that'd be the best division in football potentially right now. That's crazy. And that these two teams will be at the bottom. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, that's true. And they're both, and yeah, there's no team in that division that's under 500. Yikes. That's crazy. Uh, all right. Now we're moving to Detroit. Uh, they are playing at home against your quarterback, Jalen Hurts, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Feeling confident? Man, I this is one. I know you're going to go Lions on this one because I am this close to going Lions. This is the game that we talked about. Their schedule has been too tough for them to pull off that win, but this is the one I think they could do it. I really do. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I just think, I don't know. I, I guess I just think Jalen Hurts is going to pull it out. but and he And he has to, honestly, because there's – there's some talk swirling around that the dude's just not the franchise guy and he's had some bad games. Like on film, he's looked really bad. On paper and fantasy, he's been great. But this is a this is the game that everyone's saying, like, if you're actually good, like you need to do it against this team. So I think he's got that chip on his shoulder, and I think he's probably gonna have a big game. But this is the one Detroit could win. So I'm gonna go Eagles. I fully expect you're going Detroit. Give the people what they want. One pride, baby. Let's go, Lions. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I mean, hate that pick at all. I mean, I just feel like they had to put it together at some point. 
hey, they gave the Rams, you know, a, a hiccup for it. It made some betters a little a little weary last week. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I held my breath for about three minutes. So, you know what? They've shown they can be competitive. They've also shown they can suck. But this is a good game to to get Dan Campbell his first win to play at home. Yeah, they've got the talent. If they could just if they ride the DeAndre Swift Swift, whoa, I'm doing shit creek still. DeAndre <laughs> Swift train, just keep him involved. I mean, he's been their lone star. And spoiler alert, he might be on my daily fantasy team. So if they keep hey, riding him, uh, I think they can pull it out. You know, Miles Sanders going down, but it's not like they've been running the ball anyway. Let's go, Lions! One pride. Come on, get me something, man. I gotta tell you, I'm already regretting taking the Eagles. I, I do think I do think the Lions they can take care of business here. This is their this is their spot. This is the one they circled that said <laughs> they circled this the one. one. Coming. Week eight, our first win. Let's Week get eight. it. That's where their wins coming. <laughs> That's probably what they did. Poor Lions. Uh, I'm rooting for him. I am rooting for him. How about my team, the surging Tennessee Titans, going against the surging Indianapolis Colts right now, That's who true. have come on hot as well. Titans are going to Indy in the dome. Who you like here? Did you like that soda, Surge? I mean, that's a true 90s drink. I was not a big Surge guy. I wasn't, you know, like I didn't need the energy drinks at that time, so it kind of freaked me out. I did like Mountain Dew, but any Basically other derivative, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, eh, I'll just stick with Dew. And you got to, like, I think you've had this, but back where I'm from, Ski was the shit. Ski was the citrus soda of choice Ski. in Greenville, okay. Illinois. So it was like a combination of lemon, lime, and a little bit of orange. Was and it, it like- was fantastic. I could be making this up. Wasn't Surge like outlawed for a time for like kids or something <laughs> yeah. or like in schools? Like if you saw it in school, it's like, get it out. <laughs> it was either banned or like that was the story that we all were told. We're like, we, oh, yeah. they, they banned yeah, Surge. Surge. Oh, it was like Jolt too. Remember Jolt? Jolt Surge and Jolt. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I, dig- I digress. Right. Yes, both teams are surging. Um, man, the Titans are looking good. Uh, I was also, when I was listening to some more NFL recaps, uh, week one when they played the Cardinals and the Cardinals just stomped them like that is not the same Titans team and that would be a great game to see now uh, Titans are peaking when they need to they put together some great games these past couple weeks and they're they're looking tough granted the defense is probably the one lone spot that's kind of lagging behind but the offense is firing keep riding AJ Brown come on let's go and uh, but yeah I think they can uh Pull it out on the road. It's, it's a tough any team. They're playing well at the time now too, and Carson Wentz is showing, making strides. Jonathan Taylor is a beast at this time, but I think Titans have the edge, and they will pull it out on the road. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this one. Um, <laughs> Titans take care of business on this one, and they own the division and basically lock up a playoff seed. I mean, it's an important yeah. game, and and they know that. And this is the only other team in the division that they have any concerns about. So. Yeah, they're going to come out and and hit as hard as they can. But you know the Colts feel the same way. They're fighting for their lives mm-hmm. here. So uh, I do I do have faith in the Titans' run defense. My man Jeffrey Simmons, big body up front. He's a man you don't want to mess with. So I think they'll keep the inside run game at bay. Now if Taylor gets out wide and and gets some open grass, look out. But I'm going with Titans. Tighten up, baby. Tighten up. Tighten up. All right, now we got the game of the week by far. We got the Bengals <laughs> visiting the Jets. <laughs> Let's go. First of all, I saw the over-under for this game. You may be doing this later in your sports book, but it was like, it was so low. I want to say it was like 42 points. I was like, well, the Bengals are probably going to score all 42 of those points. <laughs> yeah. 
is it going to be 42-0? Can they get to 42? Will they take their foot off the gas? <laughs> they, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, this is this is going to be an absolute murderation, I think. Um, and it, it could, I mean, listen, the Patriots put up, what, 55 on them or something crazy? So, 54. 54, 54. Yeah. So, and, and that team is not nearly, and you've got to admit, that team is not nearly as dynamic as the Bengals on offense. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry, Jets. I don't know if it's going to be Mike White or Joe Flacco, whoever's going to be starting Mike for him. They said okay. it's Mike White. And the fact, I just hearing that Joe Flacco hasn't even traveled yet. He's still in Philly. He's like, nah, I'm Joe just Flacco's a, He's afraid of COVID. He's heard there's a there's a virus around and he doesn't want to get on a plane. Like, I'm good. Um, so, listen, Mike White, he was a gunslinger in college. Don't be surprised if the guy puts up a few points, kind of like a Taylor Heineke type where you're kind of like, this guy's awful, but he just <laughs> slings it, you know? Uh, but, yeah, I get the Bengals winning big on this one. Yeah, Bengals. Enough said. We went over it. Enough said. Too many weapons. All right, we got L.A. traveling to Houston. Another banger of a game. Another <laughs> we got one. the Rams. We got. <laughs> I got the Rams. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Rams. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I wish uh, Tyrod Taylor. I think is close to coming back. I don't think he's going <laughs> to play in this game, but uh, it wouldn't matter anyway. This is a juggernaut Rams team right now. So. And I'll well, give you a little sneak peek into my daily fantasy team. It might involve a $9,000 Cooper Cup. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's bad. Well, it's they already knew things were bad in Houston. But when they traded Mark Ingram back to the Saints, he just, Brandon Cooks, I think, just tweeted, man, this boop is, is effed. <laughs> it says, <laughs> no one wants to be there. He's like, why am I here? This is terrible. Why am I here? Hey, maybe a revenge game for him. You know, maybe he goes hey. off against the Rams. Who knows? Yeah. I, yep, I see it coming. Yep. All right. Now, this is actually an intriguing game. It may not technically look like it on paper, but we got the Patriots visiting the Chargers. I like this game. What are you thinking? I actually love this game. Yeah, I think this could be really competitive. And I would say if the spread, I don't remember what it is, but I would expect New England to keep it close. Um, the the Chargers, Jekyll and Hyde, man, you don't know what team's going to come out. They did have a bye week. Hopefully they fixed some of the issues from when they put up what, like three points against the Ravens. Um, you don't know what team's going to show up here. I think that ultimately the Chargers have got too much firepower, and if Herbert's on, he's pretty much unstoppable. Um, yep. I would not be shocked if the Patriots could pull out a win here, but I'm going with the Chargers. Yeah, Patriots and Chargers are always an interesting matchup. I mean, in years past, there have been times where the Chargers are actually favored when Phillip Rivers and um, when they had stacked teams, and the Patriots are just somehow always beat them. Again, I know I've mentioned this web series before, but it's uh, Gridiron Heights on uh, Bleacher Report's YouTube channel. First of all, yep. the, the character they have for Phillip Rivers is the best because he's like this rough and tough guy. But he won't swear. So, like, those fluffing Patriots, da, 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 fluffing Tom Brady, keep me out of the fluffing Hall of Fame. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, so I just, I kind of see that happening again. You know, the Patriots, granted, two of their three wins are against the Jets, but they've been competitive in every game they've played, except for the Saints. That one looked kind of bad. They didn't look good, but they played the, the Bucks well. They played the Cowboys well. You know, I can just see them maybe pulling out one of these upsets finally. And honestly, it, it would make sense if it's the Chargers because historically that's what they do against the Chargers. They just have their number. So here's one of my upset specials, going with the Homer pick, going with the Homer. Patriots on the road in L.A. Go Homer. That's a different Chargers team, man. That's a different it group is. of players. It's a different coaching it staff. 
I hear you. And Belichick is Belichick. But yeah, I mean, uh, again, I wouldn't be shocked. I just, I, I can't, can't pick them. How about this one though? Jacksonville heading to Seattle. These two teams, dumpster fires right now. <laughs> Who do you like here? Who do I, I mean, I don't like here, but I mean, Seattle has also been surprisingly competitive in the games that Gino has played. Granted, you know, one was the Saints and the Steelers, so it's not the greatest competition, but they've hung in there. Uh, so they're scrappy. They're they're trying to piece it together. The Jags, man, they're they're on a high note right now. They're they're trending up, right? So you know, things are maybe just finally starting to click. So once again, I'm going upset special. I'm going Jacksonville taking out the Seahawks with the 12th man. Just you know what? I have no analysis for this game other than gut feeling. I just feel like Trevor Lawrence is is due for like a monster game, and I I feel it here. Seahawks D is is pretty porous as it is anyway. Um, they're just in shambles. So let perfect time. Urban Meyer just he he loves a controversy. So what bigger controversy than a big win in Seattle? In Seattle, yeah, I think 12th man is the only reason I I hesitated on this one honestly because I I feel the same way. I'm taking the Jags. I think they've got that you momentum are. to win. Oh, I dude. am. And listen, if Russell Wilson was playing, then absolutely not. But oh, yeah. Geno Smith is not Russell Wilson, and therefore Tyler Lockett is not involved, and they are pretty mm-hmm. one-dimensional. You know, with Chris Carson hurt, I think Alex Collins has run well, so I'm not going to put the blame on him necessarily. But you're a lot more one-dimensional with Geno there, um, and Jacksonville. Listen, I like I like how Trevor has progressed so far. I think there's yeah. there is momentum, as weird as it sounds, from a one one win. <laughs> I think there's momentum. You know, and they're coming out of the bye week. They had two weeks to prepare for this. I uh, I got faith in the Jags. I'm 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 taking them as well. Okay. Wow. Did not see that coming. Actually, did not. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of a weird game too, man. I just feel like there were a lot of weird games in a row that my picks are. We'll see. Uh, so we got the Washington football team traveling to the Denver Broncos. The yeah, one three and zero Denver Broncos. <laughs> I know, I know. This is a stinker, man. There's several stinkers on this slate, I'd say. This is one of them. Um, I don't know if there's a ton of analysis. Washington looks awful, and I'm still mad at Antonio Gibson, so I'm taking Denver just because. Out of spite. <laughs> just because of spite. Well, I'll tell you what. Denver looks awful. They lost to a Cleveland team starting Case Keenum and put up 14 points. Uh, I am actually going with Washington. You know, he's still got Heineke's the wild card, man. He could torch you. And if he and McLaurin get going, man, watch out. That is a dynamic. I mean, McLaurin's a beast. And so if you can get him going, if you can get things rolling on offense, putting pressure on Denver, they're not a team that can come back. So if you get off to a good start, if Washington's defense actually realizes, hey, we're actually not bad, um, maybe we should actually start doing something, um, I think they can pull it out. So I'm once again, three upsets in a row, Washington football team, get it. But is their defense going to say that? Like for me, I'm thinking <laughs> number one, Cortland Sutton is probably going to torch Washington as well. So, oh, don't like, get me wrong. I hope Cortland Sutton does. I hope he does. Yeah, <laughs> I know you do. So, so there's that cancels that out. At least Denver's got two effective running backs, and Washington. I guess you could say like McKissick and and Gibson are kind of like that, but not super effective. Mm. I'm I'm going with one. Like there's one solid to good unit in this game offense or defense and the only one of the four is denver's defense and so that's okay. tiebreaker for me that's fair that's fair and spite and spite i love some spite and it's at home in denver <laughs> for whatever that matters these days mile high stadium here we go all right we got tampa traveling to new orleans for a divisional rivalry here who do you like here you know what 
I mean, if you just kind of look at it straight up, you'd say, oh, Buccaneers and a landslide. But this, I honestly feel, is kind of a trap game for the Bucs. Um, well, one, New Orleans had their number last season. Granted, it's a completely different team. Uh, and then the playoffs had changed. But, you know, just had a big, huge statement winning against the Bears. Kind of, they've been steamrolling lately, the Bucs have. And they're going to New Orleans, who is a, a weird, plucky team. And you got to fig- figure at some point the Bucs are going to have a misstep. And they've had some close games already this year. Obviously, with the Cowboys, they had it close with surprisingly with the Eagles. So it was good to see them smash the Bears to show that they like, hey, don't forget we can monkey sound some people. So don't forget that too. But this is this was a little harder for me just because again, it's a funky New Orleans team in New Orleans, and Tampa Bay just always somehow will somehow kind of lay an egg every once in a while. However, with all that being said, I do not think it's this week, and I am still going to reach and. Rally around TB12. <laughs> that was the that was the most long. That reminds me of Eric and uh, um, Billy Madison. <laughs> that was the most <laughs> incoherent, longest answer. At no point did that ever make sense. Like Billy Madison, was a long answer. Um, I feel we all feel dumber having listened to that. No, I I think uh, <laughs> I agree with what you're saying. I mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And New Orleans is a tough place to play too. The stadium's weird. The people there go nuts. Like it's you were just there. It's a tough environment. I was just there. You could go I mean, listen, Gronk is expected back this week, so that's exciting for the Bucks. Gronk on Bourbon Street Saturday night. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna get out of Gronk on Sunday, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> Been to that place, it's not it's nuts. And um you're talking Halloween weekend too. I mean, it's going to be he's wild actually, in New Orleans. He's actually not flying in until the day of the game, so that's the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a good idea. If I was Tampa, I would not. I would not send him there until <laughs> Sunday at two o'clock. Um, so I'm taking the Bucks in this one. I know AB is hurt and probably won't play. It looks like, but with Gronk coming back, Brady's still got a couple weapons. I do think Lattimore has got Mike Evans' number, so I wouldn't expect much from Evans. But I think that opens the door for Godwin to have a good game. And Fournette's been playing so well, even against a tough New Orleans run defense. I still just don't think New Orleans has enough weapons to compete in this game. Yeah. If Michael Thomas were back and he were full health or whatever, maybe they'd have a shot. Um, but yeah, give me Tom Brady over James Winston all day. All day. All right, now we got the Sunday night game. Your Dallas Cowboys traveling to Minnesota and Kirk Cousins and the Vikes. We're going to hope uh, Dallas so has one, a big game. Uh, yeah, I do actually. I've got Dalvin in one of my teams, and I've got a ton of Cowboys on my teams. And um, the only listen, the only hesitation I have is there's some conversation about Dak's calf injury, and like maybe they're gonna take it easy and not play him. Which, like, some of the analysts are saying that. I don't think the actual reporters are saying that. So I'm not buying that until it's absolutely official. If he sits, give me Minnesota. If he plays, give me Dallas. I think this is a shootout. This should be a high-scoring game. I like both these these offenses are both good. They're both clicking. Kirk Cousins can sling it. Uh, Minnesota's got a lot of weapons, and they're healthy mm-hmm. finally. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys unless for some reason they decide to sit Dak and give him a little extra time to heal. He's coming out of a bye week. I wouldn't think they would, but some people are talking about it. Yeah, I did actually kind of see that report on his injury that if the Cowboys had actually played last week during their bye week, he actually would have sat. So that is kind of interesting that that's kind of an under-the-radar injury, but it's kind of lingering. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you, that if Dak plays, give me the Cowboys. But if not, I mean, yeah, as you said, the Vikings got a great offense. You know, with a one-two punch with Dalen and uh, Justin Jefferson on wide receiver, you can only take you can only lock one of those guys down. And then you got Dalvin Cook who can run and, and catch the ball. But 
again, Dak is the um, uh, it's a wild card here. So if he's playing, I, I give the edge to the Cowboys, no question. Um, so yeah. let's go, let's go, boys. I agree. I agree. All right, Monday Night Football. This one could be another stinker. Honestly, the way these teams are playing. Uh, you got the New York football giants going up against the Kansas city chiefs at Arrowhead. What are you thinking? I mean, honestly, the biggest thing for me is probably the fact that it's at Arrowhead. Um, the giants are once again, a weird team. Uh, they've been so hurt. They've just been, they've looked God awful, but then they pull out a kind of a surprising upset in Carolina, but I guess Carolina kind of sucks. So they're weird, but they are starting to get a little bit healthier. I think Saquon's still questionable. I don't know if he's going to be able to go. Devontae Booker looked okay. Um, and then, I mean, you got the, the weirdness of the chiefs who have just looked awful the past couple of weeks. And you know, I just do not see them. I'm not buying into the hype that they're bad. I'm not buying into the hype that the quote unquote NFL has figured out Patrick Mahomes. I'm not, you know, you can have a couple bad stretch. Remember the two and two Patriots and then the famous line on to Cincinnati, you know, you don't count the teams out this early and you're, I'm not counting the chiefs out. This is a get right game for them. It's, it might be look a little ugly in the beginning, but they will win in Arrowhead. Yeah, it's this is a tough one to it's tough to pick against Kansas City in this game. As bad as they have looked, the Giants have also looked pretty bad. Granted, to your point, they did have that win at Carolina, but they're not healthy. And if they were fully healthy, it would be even harder. And I would maybe go with the Giants if Saquon were back, Sterling Shepard and Kadarius Tony. If those guys are back with Galladay and they had their full receiving core, like they've got a lot of weapons. And Daniel Jones has the capability of playing well, but um, I don't think this is the week. If it were a couple weeks later and everybody's back, I, I might consider it. But Kansas City, again, I've said this a couple weeks ago, I think, that they have to win this game. I mean, they've got to beat these kinds of teams. You lose the Titans when they're surging, fine. You cannot lose to the Giants at home. Right? No, so <laughs> you can't. It's Kansas City. All right, Jalapeno, watch out. We're coming for you. That'll do it for the picks and pick them. Yeah. We got you. Well, shoot, I don't Got know. It. One of Kemp, one of you or I are going way down with. I mean, we have a lot of different picks this week, which I like. It's good. So one of us could be screwed, and maybe I'll have goes back up to a, a five game lead. Yeah, she might. She <laughs> might just play it safe after hearing this and be like, "These guys are clowns. These are dumb." Well, all right, man. So since we are doing a little Ocean's Eleven, you are on the hot seat for trivia today. Uh-oh. Oh man. Oh man. So, are you ready for a little Ocean's Eleven questioning? Yeah, I guess I guess bring it on, you know? I've seen these movies. This is one of those things like, so when we were kids, I mean, I think the first one came out in like 01 or so, so we were like high school. But um, when these movies came out, I loved them immediately. Watched all three yeah. of them as soon as they came out, right? And, and they became some of my favorites. And back then, you didn't have streaming TV, so like you had to watch whatever was on. There were a lot of channels. I mean, we weren't, we're not that old, but... If it was, it was ever on TBS, on, like, let's be honest, TBS, TBS. <laughs> ever on TBS, if it was on, I was watching it. So I've seen them a ton. I own all three of them. I've watched them a ton of times, but it has been a while because nowadays you don't, you have to go hunting for it. If you want to watch it, you have to be mm-hmm. more intentional. It's not like it sneaks on your radar. So uh, I'm hopeful that the knowledge is stuck, but I don't know. Some of the nuances, maybe not. Okay. Well, we'll see where you're at. We'll see if that knowledge is just tucked away and you'll bring it out. So you ready? Question. Numero uno. Name the three casinos that they robbed. In all three movies, you mean? No, in the first one. In the first one. Technically, you know, so name all that they stole money from. Yeah, I mean. It was all in the Benedict's casinos. 
Yep, they were all in one vault, but it was three casinos worth. Hmm. Which three? The Bellagio. That is one. Yeah, that's the that's like the main one I can think of. Would you like mm. a hint? I don't I don't know that it'll matter, but sure. Uh there's a boxing match that is featured in the uh movie. Oh, the MGM. Yeah. Okay. That's the MGM. So there's two. I mean, there is a line where they talk about so you're gonna rob all three of these because um they're like, Oh, those are all Terry Benedict's casinos. And it's when they're talking to Ruben. Yep. Um Yeah. MGM Grand, Bellagio. I can't think of the third one. Give up. Yeah. I actually stayed in this hotel for my buddy's bachelor party, the Mirage. The Mirage. Oh, there's so many like iconic ones in Vegas that like I know, that could have right? been like Caesars or like well, I mean I don't know I don't know. Okay, I get you know two thirds. Yeah. You got two thirds. All right, so following that, that, following that up, I did give you this in the hint. Name one of the boxers in that fight that was at the MGM Grand while the heist was going on. Well, I I probably couldn't name both, but I know Lennox Lewis is one of them because there were yes. like commercials about him, and I, I remember his hair and everything, right? So Lennox Lewis, he's one of yes, them. Yes, it was. Uh, the other one was Vladimir Klitschko. Oh, Klitschko! You know what? I'm, I don't know that I would have known Vladimir. I probably he looked like a Klitschko. He looked like one of the big, <laughs> it looked like one of them white Ukrainian types. <laughs> Okay, good job. Yeah, Lennox Lewis. He was a he was on top for a while. Makes into a movie mm-hmm. even better. His acting chops even spectacular. <laughs> acting as a boxer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Great he job, pulled Lennox. this one off. Uh, all right, we know there are eleven members of Ocean's Eleven. Who was the last member recruited? Oh my gosh. I remember the scene where Danny and Rusty are talking. Well, Rusty's actually not talking. That's what's kind of so funny about it. <laughs> Saul makes 10. 10 ought to do it, don't you think? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. I love that scene. It's great. Um, I'm trying to remember who the last one was. Though. I can remember most of them getting recruited and how it happened. Yep. And I remember Danny following Linus on a train and watching him pickpocket a guy and, you know, handing him his card. And I remember that whole sequence. Nice. I don't remember if he was last. I'm thinking it's either him or maybe it's Frank, Frank Cat and Bernie Mac, or um, it could have even been, they could have even said they need to go to Ruben. Golly. Um, I guess I'm going to, I'm just going to guess. I'm going to, I'm going to guess it's uh, Linus. It's going with Linus and Linus. It's correct. Oh, right. yes. Yeah, you yes. got to end on, uh, on Matty Damon. You know, he's the last guy. Yeah, that was a great scene. Lost he's watching it. Pickpocket, and then he just pulls out. He's like, he had that card. Uh, nice pick. He pickpocket See Linus. It. Yeah. Emmett's pub. There you go. They met there. Pub. So, yes, Dang. Linus was the last one. Nice. You think we need one more? We need one more. Let's get one more. Uh, Let's get all one right. more. <laughs> this was kind of a blink if you missed it, but not really. What was Danny wearing both times he got out of jail? A tuxedo. A tuxedo is correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, tie is, uh, the tie was hanging. Yeah, the tie was hanging. <laughs> Bow tie not completed. So, yes, he was wearing That's a tux. Right. Yeah. All right. Last one. This one's kind of out there. It's kind of funky. So it's, Oh, boy. Yep. So, Rusty is always seen eating in the movie. You know, as you talked about when... Uh, Danny saying mm-hmm. we need one more. Da, da, da. He's always eating something. Name one mm. item he has seen eating. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> I remember him licking his fingers after eating something. Why would he be licking his fingers? What do you lick your fingers after eating? <sighs> I'm thinking ketchup from a burger, but I it could have been some kind of other condiment. Or it could have been wings or something, you, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. Would you picture Brad Pitt eating wings in a movie? Come on, they wouldn't make him look that bad. Yeah, probably not. I'm going to go with a burger. Going with a burger. So, first you see him eating ice cream. Or not first. You see him eating ice cream at the casino when he's waiting for mm-hmm. Benedict to pass. He just has a little cone Girl. eating the ice cream. He's eating nachos and cheese when uh, having that conversation with Danny. So, he had nachos and cheese. And then at the end of the movie, he is eating a hamburger. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> a hamburger. Oh my god, that is obscure. Although that's, I mean, to be fair, that's basically a wild guess. But um, <laughs> that's obscure. <laughs> but yes, it is. I mean, because I was just going through, I was like, you're right. He is always eating in this movie. That is amazing. I uh, never really I'm, put that together, but it's so true now that you say it. I mean... I know you're not big into the Marvel movies, but uh, Robert Downey Jr., who plays Iron Man, they say on set he just uh, he ha- he hides food around the set so that when they're filming he can take <laughs> it out and just start eating, and they have to keep it in the movie. So if you watch, you know, the Avengers or Iron Man, he's always eating something. So same kind of that's idea. hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> I thought I was uh, honestly was was kind of thinking that I would get a uh, what is Rusty's cell phone ringer his ringtone because <laughs> I remember he was like robbing a bank and. Uh, um, don't you want me by human league came on and he was yes danny was giving him a call i was like exactly. yeah bring that on <laughs> well, well done i'll give you uh what'd you get four and two thirds out of five four and four and a third to two thirds depending on if we count hints which is a little cheapo but yeah okay. not bad i'll give you four and a third yeah that's good man considering i haven't seen it in a while since yeah. you don't have that TB- tbs plus subscription anymore i don't have whatever their streaming service is called yeah i don't have that <laughs> Um, great job on the questions. Appreciate that. Good hey, no down memory problem. lane there. All right. We want to get to our DFS lineups for the week. Let's do it. Rock on. Uh, I've been having you go first several times. I will go ahead and go first to make it a oh, little bit, a little bit fair here. I do. I kind of like this squad. And as I say it, I'm going to get slaughtered. Gonna and of course, I had to spend $9,000 in Cooper Cup. So I just, you know, buried <laughs> the lead. Spoiler alert there. I'm going this week with Kirk Cousins at quarterback in what I hope is oh. a shootout against Dallas. All uh, right. Assuming they're not starting Cooper Rush as their quarterback. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, he is 6,500, playing at home off the bye. I think he's going to put night. up some yardage and some, t- some TDs. Good I'm going with yo boy, Joe Mixon, against the Jets. Oh we saw God. what Damian Harris did last week. Yeah. Again, this should yeah. be a massacre. Give me Joe Mixon and four touchdowns. 6,900. I thought that was pretty cheap for, for old... Mix. Girl Joe. I'm coming back with the winning Jaguars, James Robinson, up in Seattle. Sixty six hundred dollars. Too cheap for me, man. He's been he's been on fire these last three or four weeks. I think that's too cheap, and it's a great matchup for him. Uh give me James Robinson. Wide receiver, of course. I'm starting things off with Cooper Cup for nine thousand dollars in his <laughs> Not even a good matchup. Doesn't matter. Nope. I literally, I will literally have him in my lineup every week unless he is injured on a bye or no. You six have games in a row of getting five points. No, he's in your lineup on the bye week, so just keep that in mind. If they'll let me, if they'll let me, I will. Uh, I talked about this guy earlier. I think in New Orleans, you're going to see a lot of Chris Godwin this week with AB out mm-hmm. and with Evans being shut down. So give me Chris Godwin for 6,400. He's coming oh, off wow. a great, 
a great game last week. I thought 6,400 was a pretty good price point for him. So I will take that. Here's how I had to save some money. I'm going with Randall Cobb in tonight's matchup. I think you can get Randall Cobb. He's at 3,500. You can get him or uh, Valdez Scantling at 3,600. I think you, you play either one of them. And I think you got a pretty safe, uh, fairly safe floor. I don't think he's going to blow it out of the water, but somebody's got to catch those passes. And to your point earlier, I don't think Rodgers is just going to have a dud. So give me Randall Cobb for 3,500. All right. I'm saving money on my tight end as well. I like to I like to go cheap here. And a guy I haven't mentioned much on the show, I know you like him, um, but he had a great week before their bye last week. Firemuth in Pittsburgh. Give me old Patty. The old Nittany Lion. Give me Firemuth in, okay. uh, in Pittsburgh. I think he had a great week with Juju being out the first game, and he may be the biggest benefactor of Juju's absence, and he was only $3,600 this week. Okay. And then for my flex... I am rolling with my boy, Michael Pittman Jr. on the Colts, taking on Tennessee. He is 5,300. Um, he didn't have a great game against Tennessee the first time around. I'm hopeful that he does this time around, uh, but not too great because we want the Titans to win, of course. And then <laughs> punting on defense, I'm going with one of these stinkers. I'm taking Washington's defense for 2,100. Maybe you're right. Maybe they've decided they're actually good. They if so, I'll something. be there ready for them. Yeah. All right. That's my squad. That's a good squad. Randall Cobb. That was a that was a smart one. I didn't even think about looking for him. I didn't know how much he would be. So that was I like that one. Well, actually, you probably don't like that one. You're playing against Drader, who's unfortunately starting Randall Cobb. He is starting Randall Cobb this week, which I laughed at. And then I thought, actually, that, oh, that could hurt me. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Well, starting at quarterback, throwing to your Cooper Cup, I have Matty Stafford. So it's kind of unfortunate. It might be canceling it out a little bit. Um, I mean, they've mm-hmm. just been on fire. He's 7,600. Thought he was a good value. I should have assumed you were picking Cooper, which I think I did, but I just like Matty Staff. I want to give him some credit. So we're rolling with him. Okay. Hopefully he just Maybe throws a Robert Woods. Woods. I was going to say, it's yeah. a Robert Woods game. Uh, at running back, I am going with Khalil Herbert for the Bears. Nice. Uh, he's nice. put two games, put two good games together, and that's even with Williams kind of backing him up. So while Montgomery's out, keep beating him. So he was 5,400 yep. playing against at home against the Niners. And then Good I already value. did my spoiler alert for my running back as well. I'm going with DeAndre Swift. He, I mean, he's running back two on the year, man. He's just been putting up great fantasy numbers. His team is not putting up good numbers, but he is. So I figure the offense runs through him. It, this is the game they're going to win it against Philly. So he was for uh, 7,100. So kind of pricey, but they're going to Yeah, yeah. All right, some of my wide receivers. We talked about this guy last episode. You hate him. He's been sucking, so I'm going with him. Tyler Boyd of the Bengals. (laughs) (laughs) I figured uh, I needed to save some money. He was for 4,800. They're playing the Jets. I was thinking he's got to he's got to show. It's not the you know obviously they're gonna be keen on Jamar Chase. Maybe little Tyler can sneak in here a little bit. I folded on him in our episode, so I'm I'm putting some faith in him. for my second wide receiver, your boy, we both have him, Michael Pittman, 5,300 yep. against the Titans. So we just talked about him. And then, hey, well, if my quarterback is canceling out your receiver, your quarterback is canceling out my receiver. I went with Adam Thalen going against those Cowboys. Figured uh, Justin Jefferson hopefully is taking digs. So they only be the other guy to get put up some big numbers. So he was for 7,000 yep. going against the Cowboys. Uh, That's a great tight call. end. Tight end, um, sticking with those Bengals, went with CJ Uzoma. He had a couple good games, so hoping he can just keep riding it out. Again, playing the Jets, so Hunter Henry got you a touchdown. 
another tight end will get you a touchdown. Start your uh, Bengals. So was, if I said he was 3,700. And then Flex got another repeat. James Robinson. I mean, he's been on fire prior to his bye week. So I, he, he deserved a play for only 6,600 uh, and against a, a tough, uh, not so great Seattle defense. And then going with defense, going with the upset special, the Jags. Let's go yes. pick up Gino. Let's do this. I think this is the second time you played the Jags defense. I feel like oh, I think you played them weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it is the second time. Yes. Nice. All right. How much did they cost you? Oh, they were, shoot. They were um, $2,400. Cool. Yeah. Washington got me at 2100 That was one of the, that was the big appeal, really. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I always just scroll to the bottom. It's like, no, no, no. Okay. Fourth on the bottom. I can do that. <laughs> Yeah, same here. I, I try and save as much money as I can on defense every time. And I'm starting, uh, you know, talked about it earlier, Trevor Lawrence. I'm starting him in another DraftKings league that I'm in. And I think he I think he could have a really good game, uh, yeah. including some dump-offs to Robinson. So I don't hate that. Go Jags. Jag up. Jag up. All right. I got some, uh, some sportsbook plays for the week here. I am taking the Titans on the money line at Indy. They are a, um, it was a plus one and a half, actually. So they were an underdog uh, last I checked. So, um, take them on the money line. It's a plus 100. And I think they're going to pull out the win. I've got Cincinnati minus 10 and a half against the Jeez. Jets. That's a huge spread. And I think they cover it in their sleep. <laughs> I, think they cover. <laughs> I think they win by 70. So I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, I hope it's not a trap game and they just don't show up. And then again, this is going to be dependent on Dak, but I do think this is a shootout with, with Dallas and Minnesota. So my, I'm going over, I think it's okay. the highest scoring game on the docket at 55 points. I'm still going over. Uh, these teams are both coming off of a bye. These teams have the highest number one and number two highest number of plays per game. They're both around 70 plays per game. So expect a lot of plays. Plays lead to points. I think you're going to have uh, a lot of points in this game. Assuming Dak plays. Give me the over. Assuming Dak plays. Got you. Nice. Okay. All right. Now we're going to throw it over to our parlay correspondent, Jonah, who is on scene on site in Baltimore as the Ravens are oh on their bye week. Sorry, man. Sorry you're in Baltimore, but hey, at least you got that first class seat on the airplane. Yeah, no problem. Actually, the phones are ringing here. I've got sources on the line here, so I might have to pick this up in a second. But no, I, I've got four picks here and people are going to want to hear these. First, I've got for you the Bengals at the Jets. Keep in mind, the Jets do not have a quarterback this week. They do, but but they really don't. Uh, plus, it's the Jets. Then you got the Bills at home. They're coming off a bye week and a loss, and they're playing the Dolphins. If, if there's any weather at all, too, that's also going to throw a wrench in the Dolphins' season if it hasn't already done that. Um, then you got the Rams at the Texans. Not even going to say anything about that one. That seems pretty clear cut. And then the big one that I'm going to maybe want to hear from you guys on is the Chiefs at, head, at Arrowhead, so at home, over the Giants. Now, I know most people are panicking about the Chiefs right now. I am not totally buying into that. You know, I think ultimately skill will prevail. You know, the Giants are getting healthy. So, okay, I get it. But ultimately, look, the Chiefs season's on the line, and and I'll put my money on Mahomes. Plus, that's where you make your money back. These are four money line games. The payout's not great, but this one sort of spices it up a little bit. It's the last game. You can always hedge at the end. It's a Monday night, so that helps you as well. But yeah, that's the one that I, you know, I think most people should be watching the the injury reports leading up to the game. I always place my bets right before the game. Um, that's the one I'm going to watch. Ultimately, I probably will do it, uh, and I'll, I'll probably go pretty heavy. You know, that's a, the payout is close to one to one, and I think three of my locks, mortal locks. It's not like last week, sell your house, but pretty close. 
<laughs> so like only sell three quarters of my house, like rent out a couple rooms or what are we thinking? Heelock. Heelock. <laughs> Heelock. I like the mortal lock. I really like that. I will tell you, Jonah, um, I agree with all of your picks. I really do. I think I think these are all winners. I also agree that there is some concern over the Chiefs, right? Like what's gonna happen over there? I I think personally I would say like they're way too talented to lose to the Giants. I would like the Giants plus nine and a half because I think God, I can't trust the Chiefs. But like there's no way the Giants are really gonna stop the Chiefs. There's no way, right? No, not for four quarters, right? I mean, look, I think, you'll, again, you could get a scare for the first half, three quarters, but anyone who's seen the Chiefs play, you blink and they drop 21 on you. That's what happens when you have Kelsey. That's what happens when you have Tyree Kill, best wide receiver in the game, best tight end in the game. And then, oh, by the way, pains me to say it, but maybe the best quarterback in the game. I'm a Brady guy. Everybody knows that. Ooh. But I'll admit, you know, Mahomes is a freak. Um, wow. and, and those three together, you you as long as they are breathing – You've got life. So, you know, I don't see the Giants holding them down for 60 minutes. No way. And, and look, the Bucks game intrigues me as well. Uh, the only thing maybe that stopped me from, from putting that in there and, and, and really getting that five-team parlay up in the, the payout would maybe be the Saints in New Orleans. Um, that's, a, that's a little bit of a different beast. And, um, but, look, I think, the, I think the Bucks win that game. But it doesn't – my strategy is picking, picking as close to locks as possible, um, you know, just keep – just to win. Let's get the streak going, you know. That's true. What's your streak at right now? It is at five, but there was a multi-parlay in there as well. So it's not five weeks. It's only four weeks, but there was two parlays in one week. <laughs> there were two and, parlays and, in one week. Depending on how you count it, too, because one of the parlays was a derivative of that. So is that like four and a half parlays? <laughs> Are you splitting hairs here? Are we splitting hairs here? How many weeks in a row has your parlay hit? Fans want to know. <laughs> okay, then it'd be four. If we're going by weeks. Four. Four by weeks. And, and we can go by dollars, too. Do you want to go by dollars? <laughs> I'm, I'm at a G now, right? And so Ethan knows my goal. I've got a Porsche fund. You know, it's going to be used. It's got to be pre-owned, of course. So, you know, I'm not going to win that much. Okay, but give us a quick recap of that parlay we got going this week. Recap, week eight. Here we go. Bengals over Jets. Bills over Dolphins. Rams over Texans. And Chiefs over Giants. Winners. Winners, and we'll see you in week nine. We'll see you week nine. On to week nine. All right. Well, Joe, enjoy the rest of your time in Baltimore. Sorry you have to stay through Sunday, but we talked to the travel agent and said, nope, he's got to stay. So uh, good luck in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going to have some fun. I'll see you guys. All right. That'll do it for an interesting portion of Jonah's Gems. So let's see how that parlay wakes, uh, plays out. He's won a few in a row. So let's see if he can keep it going. Uh, so now we are going to end this episode off with a little do it better of the week. Do it. Do it. Do it. So, Kemp, what are we doing this week? So, we're going to do the same thing we did last week, but with wide receivers. So, we're going to do ourselves Ooh. a little draft. I will get out my coin flip app on my yes. phone. Very technical, technologically advanced. And I'll do us a little flip here. What do you say? Okay, so it's a flip to see who can take Cooper Cup. You want heads? Yeah, you want heads or tails? <laughs> Always go heads up, man. Come on. Man, tails never fails. I don't know why, why you never learned that. Uh, I won okay. it last time. Oh, wait, no, did you? You won it last time. You're right. I won it and had you go first, yeah. Dang it. Here it goes. Okay. Flipping. I can't really show you right now, but I'll just tell you, it is heads. Heads. Give it me that first heads. and fourth pick. Oh, yeah, I want first and fourth. Give me that. 
So All right. I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder that the suspense builds. He is You're taking number- Elijah Mitchell of the Jets. Okay. <laughs> or Elijah Mitchell's a running back for the Niners. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. <laughs> so number 10 in the program, number one in our hearts, Cooper Cup. Son of a bitch. You're you're a real jerk. You know that. <laughs> what the okay. French test? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. No worries. No worries at all. No so you got the next worries. two picks. You got the next two picks. <laughs> I got the next two picks. Yeah, I do. Okay. So um, I got four guys I'm really looking at here, and I'll tell them to you after you make your pick. Okay. Um, obviously, I think I'm going to have to go with Chris Godwin against new Orleans. I like that matchup Ooh. so much. Right. And I also know you love him. So if he goes off, you can get a little butt hurt. Like I will with Cooper. <laughs> Give me okay. Godwin. And then um, this guy, a lot of these guys have been hot, but this guy's been so hot and he pissed me off in the beginning of the season. I'm going to go ahead and jump on Jamar chase. Damn it. Of the oh, I was hoping he was going to slide, man. How about that? Preseason dud is now one of the studs. Ah, okay. Yep. Well, Jamar was going to be my fourth pick. I thought he was going to slide through. But since he is not, which is crazy, I guess I'll settle for Tyreek Hill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think this is a get-right game for him, and I think it's going to be the Tyreek show. So, well, I'll take Cooper yeah. and Ty. Yeah, that sounds like an unbeatable duo. I don't know what I was thinking, but... <laughs> Getting a little hey, cute. Man. We'll see. Hey. <laughs> Getting a little hey. cute. I'll tell you who else I, like I was it. looking at. I don't know if you had some other guys you were looking at, but obviously you got Diggs going against Miami. He hasn't been on fire this year like he like he was he's last been, year, but they're coming out he's of the He's just bye. been solid. He's just been kind of like, all right, doing all right. Give me 15, 18 yeah. points a game. Like, okay. I just couldn't get that excited about it. And then, honestly, the guy I was thinking about was Debo. He's been on I was looking at him tear. too. I was, I was potentially so, thinking of him. Yeah, and and one thing that does worry me about the Bengals is like they could be up by twenty eight real quick, and Jamar's not doing much, you know. But yeah, that was my one concern too. Just, just if they get to other people ball. and they're just up, yeah, if they're up big, they won't need them. So, but, but listen, again, Brady's going to have same. four touchdowns. He is. Brady's going to have four touchdowns no matter what, and I don't think they're going to Mike Evans this week. And AB's not probably not playing. It's going to be Gronk for two. They got two more. <laughs> probably Godwin gets one. And maybe Fournette gets one. As I say, get Fournette in there too, please. I need that. All right. I All love right, it. Man. There it is. Yeah, so I, I say like Jamar Chase and Chris Godwin have a combined more fantasy points than your two schlubs, Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill. I say Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill have more points than Chris Godwin and wait, I already forgot your second guy. Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. Holy what? buckets. Is my memory terrible today? Do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Nice, man. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode, huh? I think it will. Can't wait to see the Green Bay, uh, who Green Bay trots out at receiver tonight. I'm telling you, it's our Pandalay. You hear it here first. Starting opposite Randall Cobb, we've got Bob Sacamato. <laughs> would, would it be amazing if the announcers actually did that on air? Because <laughs> <That laughs> it was like it's such a joke. The That'd biggest throw ever. I would be there we, for it. So we, yes. had to, we had to go downstairs and get a program to see who this guy was. <laughs> Here's Cosmo Kramer's friend. He he speaks highly of him. <laughs> That's right. All right, brother. That'll do it for folding the cheese. As always, keep folding in that cheese. Keep on folding.
So the old fashioned hit you first, which really laid a foundation to get you f because the whiskey sour didn't have nearly as much alcohol, but came in afterwards and you're like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, oh, that was the that was the old fashioned.